One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Let's turn the music down a little bit here and see what we are doing as far as volume goes on that microphone. One, two, one, two. Checking those onesies and twosies. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Everything looks good here. At least it looks good on the live stream here because it sure as hell doesn't look good in the world of politics. One, two, one, two. One, two. Looks like we got some people in the chat. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming by already. Come and tell a friend. Tell ten friends here because we got a lot to talk about and I got some questions and answers to go through. One, two, one, two. It may be just about time to get started. How are we doing, everybody? Happy uh, Tuesday night. We would normally be watching me sitting here and playing video games tonight because that's what I do over on Tuesday nights. But that's not going to be the case today. We are streaming live right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little bit of a cough there. A little bit of COVID cough. I was out there out in... Uh, out in the world and working because I am an essential worker. They can't shut my ass down. But yeah, it's uh, time for us to come here and uh, sit and talk about what's going on here in the world of politics and everything else. Like I said, normally we'd be sitting here watching me uh, play video games right now, but that's not gonna be the case because Mr. Joseph R. Biden Jr. decided that today was the day that he was going to nominate Kamala Harris to be the running mate. We finally, after all of this time, have a VP pick. We are streaming live right now to YouTube, DLive, Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook. And hey, if you're over on Facebook, go ahead and uh, head on over into one of the live rooms that you see above you here because I definitely want to participate in the chat with you guys. I would love to take some, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I would love to take some time and answer some of your questions. Uh, some of your questions here on what's going on and have a little bit of a conversation here. It looks like we've already got a nice, lively live chat going on here. Maybe we'll do Ed Talk in the middle of the week. It seems to work out a little bit better already here, but 
we have got some stuff to talk about definitely off of this. So, we've got uh, Sparta 000 Riot Control up here, one of our wonderful mods over on the DLive. Tell, uh, making fun of my sound test here, which is fine. You can make fun of me in my live chat. I don't necessarily care about that. Absolutely do that. Steven Ignoramus commented on his own music and said it was nice music. You sound thick and gravelly. Oh, yeah. Yep, just a little bit of a... A little bit of a throaty talk, just like a uh, throaty, throaty exhaust note, like I taught you about when we were driving. This is going to be a Q&A. Yes, so any questions that you have, get them in the chat. Any comments that you have on Kamala Harris, get them in the chat here. I do want to try and stay on topic today, if at all possible. But I mean, this is gonna, this is some pretty big time shit. Tell a friend, tell ten friends, get them on in here and. Let's have a good conversation about this. And I want to hear what you guys think about this woman, too. I, I'm going to go on and tell you what I think about her and what I think about the strategy to this. But come on in and uh, tell me about this. Nephilim Ninja of Nibiru says that music was gay. Oh, hi there, Stephen. Yes. All beats provided by one Stephen R. Ignoramus Esquire the first. I got an interesting sticker here from Sparta. I... Don't know what's going on with this. I'm slightly disturbed by this. Hey, if you're over on DLive, head on into that DLive chat and uh, go and check all that stuff out there. You get some nice stickers out there. I know that I've got a Stephen Ignoramus sticker in there, but but from where I'm sitting, I don't have access to my stickers right now. I could probably throw one up off my uh, tablet sitting over here on the DLive, but I've got my stickers here. Nephilim Ninjas, just kidding. Uh, Stephen Ignoramus says, it was a hair away from that gay shit. Uh, what's up next? Uh, Neff and text. Uh, thoughts on the new degenerate Shapiro? I haven't listened to Shapiro in a couple days, so I don't even know what's going on with him. Um, I know that he got hoaxed as having his, uh, he got hoaxed as having his information into an Antifa recruitment website, which, I mean, even before the guy came out and admitted, I looked at that and I said, well, no, it was after, I found out about it after the guy admitted that he did it. But as soon as I saw them, I'm like, this is a fucking hoax. There's no way. There's absolutely no way that that would be embedded in the code if this was something real. Now, I could see him going out and doing something shifty and shady like that to try and make everybody else look bad. But there's no... I mean, this guy, for all of his faults, he's fucking bright. He knows what he's doing. He isn't, uh, he isn't a dumb guy by any means. He's a little bit of a shifty guy. But he knows what he's talking about, he knows what he's doing, and he would not hide his own information up into the source code of anything. So, uh, Steve, no, this is a net talk. You can bring in whatever you uh, want to bring in, absolutely. But I I'm, I want to try and stay on topic to a little bit here because this is uh, this is an extenuating circumstance. Uh, Harris is unlikable to say the least. Yeah, I think that she is absolutely unlikable. I know what's going on with it. I think I figured out why this is, and I've already heard some other... Uh, various pundits talk about the woman and what this means for the fact that she's there. Twitter's been a light about this. Uh, Elaine and I have already talked on Twitter and on text already about a little bit of this. I don't know if she's going to be able to swing by for any of this or not as we go along. Uh, maybe we'll pop her into the Instagram long enough for me to get the Zoom up and get her into uh, into that. But we'll see what happens. Maybe Elaine will stop by. Maybe she won't here. I know she's got meetings going on right now, which I can't imagine that's going to be any sort of quick right now, given the fact that now they know who the running mate is going to be. And she is on the Jorgensen campaign team. So there's a lot going on with that as well. But, okay, let's talk about Harris before we get into this. So uh, approximately... 
4.30 this afternoon, Central Time, I found out it was brought to my attention that Joe Biden did, in fact, pick Kamala Harris to be his running mate. This has been something that's been a long time coming. Uh, Harvey McLeod is going to be the winner at this one, I think, because she was the one that came out and said, uh, well, yeah, of course it's going to be uh, Harris. She said that every single time she was on my show. And she was right, to say the least. And... I thought about this, and I, I actually didn't think he was going to do it. I did not think he was going to pick Harris for this. I thought there was going to be, and I know that he had some other false flags out there, but Harris has been out of the news for quite a while. I know that she went out and got her massive demonic-looking facelift uh, not that long ago, but she'd been out of the news. She'd been kind of laying low ever since the primaries ended. Uh, she didn't seem like she was going to be the one that was making a lot of waves off of this. I actually thought for sure it was going to be Whitmer. I thought for 100% positive it was going to be Gretchen Whitmer because of all of the news and all the bullshit that she was going through and everything else. I mean, she was a COVID warrior, at least according to the left, in a time when uh, COVID was supposed to be the big thing. It's You have to be a COVID warrior or that's or you're, you're not going to be allowed to go anywhere in politics. You've got to be the COVID. And it's just evil Donald Trump. He's so dumb. He's not going to... He doesn't do anything about COVID. We need somebody who's going to be strong about COVID. And then here we have Gretchen Whitmer coming in and locking her state down to make sure that nobody can go out and do anything or have any sort of fun or even plant seeds coming into planting season. I thought for sure at the beginning of spring that it was going to be her. I thought for 100% positive it was going to be her. But hey... I could be wrong too, and she did kind of fall back up out of the news here. But we do have Kamala Harris is going to be the one. First and foremost, I sent, well, Elaine actually put up the article, and then I sent a reply to that. And I said, are they trying to throw the election at this point? And she replied back and said, probably because that's an incredibly stupid move. I don't think this was as stupid of a move as you would think with this. But of course, we've been back and forth. I sent her a text and asked her if she wanted to be up on the show. It did not appear that she was going to have the availability to do so, unfortunately, because that would have been a great conversation to have. I know you guys love having her around, maybe even a little bit more than me, but I know you guys enjoy having her around. But as far as Kamala Harris going up, and there, there are a couple things going up. First off, we are sitting in the middle of the Black Lives Matter protests all around the country protesting against police brutality. So who in God's name thought that it was going to be a good idea to put a former prosecutor in as the vice presidential pick? And I know that there were some other conversations that were going on about that too. Willie Brown put out the op-ed earlier on in the week, uh, earlier on on Monday, saying that if Kamala Harris gets picked to be the vice presidential nominee, then she should politely decline it and turn around and instead go out and be a... Uh, be the attorney general, which is, and I put a poll up uh, not that long ago either, uh, as well, uh, asking where the most dangerous place for Kamala Harris would be, whether it would be the vice presidency or whether it would be the Supreme Court, because that was the other idea that was going on around here was, okay, maybe they'll go and put her on the Supreme Court because whoever is going to be the next president is going to get a Supreme Court pick. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not going to live forever. She's on borrowed time already as it is. So the next president is going to be replacing Ruth Bader Ginsburg and possibly Sonia Sotomayor, I think. Roberts is getting up there too. 
I mean, for the most part, yeah, we've got a couple of young bucks on there. We've got Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and Elena Kagan. They're all fairly young at this point. They've got a little while to go. But whoever the next president is going to be is going to pick at least two Supreme Court justices. There's no way that he doesn't. There's absolutely 100% no way that the next president doesn't pick at least two. Whether that be Trump or Biden. There's absolutely 100% no way that he doesn't pick at least two Supreme Court justices. And I know the name was floated around to bring Kamala Harris in to be the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, Nephilim Ninja says, seems like a horrible strategy. No, I don't think it is that horrible of a strategy. So, yeah, there are a couple other places she could have been that I think she could have brought a lot more to bear. Now, one of the things, uh, there's a quote floating around. I can't verify the fact that Kamala Harris said this. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it right now because I didn't bring it up in front of me. Uh, but there is a uh, meme and a picture of Kamala Harris floating around right now that says that the impeachment is just the beginning. And essentially, they're going to go back and they're going to round up Trump supporters if, uh, or yeah, if they get back into power and basically prosecute them for treason, for putting Donald Trump into the White House, which really flies in the face of the whole Russian strategy because it was all Russian robots and voters that did that, then that, that means that there wouldn't be anybody out there for them to prosecute. But if that is verifiable and she actually said that, that's something that you guys all need to start thinking about because they are pulling out all the stops to make sure that whoever the next Democrat or whoever the next president is, it's going to be a Democrat and it's not going to be Donald Trump. Now, since Nephilim brought up the strategy, I do want to go into that because there is strategy here. It's a little bit convoluted. I actually had to sit and think about it, and Sticks kind of pointed me in the right direction for this. I go a little bit further on what they're going to do than Sticks did in his, well, he only did a 10-minute video. We're going to talk for probably another 45 minutes. Unless you can, guys can get like 20 people in here, I'll go for 90 minutes. That's always the deal here. If you can get more than 20 people live chatting in here at the same time across all the platforms, I will go for 90 minutes. But I do want to touch on the strategy here and what's going on with this, and what this could possibly mean going forward and what this could possibly mean, especially with everything else that's going on here. Look at Joe Biden right now. The biggest thing for Joe Biden right now is the fact that they kept him out of the spotlight. And that has been an actually great strategy for Biden because Trump is out here stepping on his own dick left and right. He is stepping on his own cock. He cannot do anything right as long as the mainstream media is pointing a camera at him. But as the president, he does need to be out there. He needs to be out there in the front of the spotlight. Meanwhile, they can sit back and hide Joe Biden away in his basement bunker on the teleprompter. He never has to go outside. He never has to do an interview. And every time he does an interview, he fucks up. Just look back and think about the last interview that he did. Of course I didn't take a cognitive test. Did you, did, you take a, did you take a drug test? Are you a junkie? So yeah, every time he steps outside, he says something ridiculously stupid right now. But who's going to be paying attention to Biden at this point? We've all known for a long time that Biden cannot string a coherent sentence together. He can't say a word without making a massive gaffe. He can't even read off a fucking teleprompter anymore and make it intelligent. He can't. There is no rhyme or reason for putting Joe Biden up to be the president, except for the fact that he won in South Carolina. And I still question that. 
given the fact that everybody else who was viable in that state dropped out at the last second right before they went into South Carolina, and that's what carried Joe Biden over the edge because now the black folk wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders is what was explained to me, and I don't want to put anybody in a box like that, but that does seem to be what the strategy was going into this. So now we have Kamala Harris out there, and we've all known for a while, like I said, that whoever the vice presidential pick is going to be, if under some ungodly miracle the Democrats win the presidency right now, the vice presidential pick is going to become the president. And it's going to be the first woman president that was uh, nominated, not elected, because look at the poll numbers. Nobody wanted Kamala Harris in the primary. Nobody wanted that woman. But now, every attack ad that we see from the Democrats is not going to be going after Biden anymore. This is another way to keep Joe Biden out of the spotlight. Keep people from talking about him. Keep people from talking about his stupid gaffes, the stupid shit that he says, the crazy crap that he says. And now, for the next 83 days, we're going to be talking about Kamala Harris. I promise you, that's going to be what the news cycle is forever. She is going to be a lightning rod for all of the criticism of the Biden administration and everything else that everybody wants to throw at Joe Biden is now going to be placed directly and firmly onto Kamala Harris because everybody knows that if he wins, she's going to beat the president. Everybody knows that at this point. So, yeah, why, why bother taking an attack out of Joe Biden? We all know he's, he says goofy shit. We all know he's senile. We all know he has Alzheimer's. And we all know he's a fucking racist. So there's absolutely no reason to go back there and go and rehash this out. Keep him in the basement long enough for him to keep his mouth shut. And let everybody talk about Kamala Harris. So that you're not thinking about the fact that you're going in and voting for Joe Biden, who hasn't said a word since March. And instead you're thinking about Oh, well, I really can't stand Donald Trump. Good thing I voted for Gary Johnson. Hey, uh, Stephen, where's Aleppo? I gotta ask you that. Where is Aleppo? And how are the bats, by the way, too? I know when I was on. I know when I was talking to Elaine about the bat story the first time, uh, we sat, uh, I think we had a little bit of a meeting before I went and did the, no, it was, after we did the Harvey interview, uh, her and I sat and talked for a little bit after that, and uh, she said that she was glad that the bad thing happened because it takes everybody's mind off of Aleppo because that's what everybody wants to know when it comes to uh, the Libertarian Party. That's the first thing that you will ever see any Libertarian candidate ask is, what's Aleppo? <laughs> Stephen Ingramus is ouch. Yeah, where is Aleppo? Now I'm further right than Trump. Yeah, you, uh, you took a hard rightward shift from... As long as I've known you, you have taken a hard, hard right-wing uh, shift. I may have to throw a mega hat on during a stream. Mega beanie. Mega beanie or I don't want to see it. Get that knit thing. I will get a mega beanie if you get a mega beanie. And I don't even like Trump. I'm not even going to vote for him because of the stupid fucking Patriot Act. But I will throw a mega beanie on if you do. That is my promise. I will buy one and I will put it on. I'm not the right, uh, not right wing, I'm correct wing. <laughs> oh, that's good, I like that. So, yeah, now we're sitting back here, and now we got to think. And we can already see some of the things that are going to be launched against Kamala Harris. It's 
not rocket science to see this. I mean, think about what she, we have going on. Think about the team that we have going up in the White House, first and foremost. Think about the accomplishments between the two people. Joe Biden wrote the crime reformation bill. He wrote the crime bill, the tough on crime stuff. He paved the way and voted to get and push this tough on crime stuff passed in the Senate so it got out here. He was the one that made it possible for Kamala Harris then to turn around and imprison people for the crime of smoking a fucking joint. And oftentimes extend their sentences even further than what they were recommended out there to make sure that they had cheap labor for the California penal system. Kamala Harris is a monster. Everybody knows this. Look at what uh, Tulsi did once she got up there and sharpened her claws. First and foremost, you think Kamala's uh, faux black heritage will come up. Oh, yeah. Oh, everything is going to. And that's going to be what they're going to use to uh, point out the fact that, well, well, Donald Trump and all of his mega supporters, they're all racist. Every one of them is racist. Her real crime was saying that she listened to Snoop and Pac in the 80s. Yeah, she listened to Tupac two years before he ever put out an album. Well, she was smoking weed, and then she turned around and started putting people, just a few years later, and started putting people in prison for smoking a joint. And what was, what was Snoop, like 14 when she was in college? I don't, I don't know how old he is, but yeah, I know about the time that she went to college. She's, from what I understand, she's actually a little bit older than he is, so... Yes, I do think her faux black heritage will come up. I absolutely do. And yeah, that's the other thing we need to look at. So, of course, Joe Biden paved the... I, look, I don't like Charlemagne the God that much, but he's good at embarrassing politicians. Uh, did he do something with Kamala that I'm unaware of? I will. I might have to go look into this here and throw something together for a contemporary in the morning because I, I know nothing about The Breakfast Club. I've never listened to it. I've never seen it. So... I have absolutely no idea about this. If he did something to Kamala, I want to see it desperately. Desperately, I want to see this woman flounder. Anybody who would go that far out of the drug war, I want to see that person flounder. Anybody who would put people into prison for simple possession, I want to see flounder on a debate stage. Oh, that's right, that was... Could it be possible the Democrats choose her on purpose, collabs everything, and rely on all these chimp outs and just wait for the embarrassed Kamala to say that she listened to Pac? Okay, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that was him. So, no. Okay, I understand that. Um, could you finish thought uh, COVID patient zero? I'm sorry. I want to. I actually want to get to what you're saying. He called Warren on Beacon Pocahontas. Yeah, and then of course. We always have the classic. Well, if, 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 if you don't know who you're going to vote for in, in November, if it's going to be me or Trump, then, then then you ain't black. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly where I was going with that. Uh, screw the delay at this point. I'm still going to come out and say it. All right, let's see what COVID patient has to say. Could it be possible that the Democrats chose her on purpose, collabs, everything they're aligned, all these chimp outs, and just wait for demographic changes? I don't think it's that. For... Like I said from the beginning, I think that there were a couple things in play here. I already covered the fact that she's going to be the lightning rod for this because... And that's what we saw too off of this as well. I mean, there was the tension, right? And that's 
that's something that I want to start reminding people of over on Twitter is the fact that busing was the biggest issue that went along with this. Oh, the R-rated conservative just went live. So I wonder what he's going to have to say about this. I almost want to host the stream so we can hear a little bit about this, but I, I want to get through this with you. So no, I don't necessarily, well, obviously the color is going to come into this. The color of her skin is going to come into this because she wants to try and pull an Obama is what she wants to do. Barack Obama was in the Senate for exactly 10 seconds, and then he jumped up and he ran for president. He had no qualifying legislation behind him at the time when he ran for president. He had nothing. He had nothing to his name except for the fact that he was a young, smooth-talking Chicago lawyer that you felt good about. You felt good about because he articulated when he spoke. You felt good about the guy. You wanted to vote for the guy. I didn't want to vote for the guy. I read his primary agenda. And Barack Obama's primary agenda is a big part of the reason that Kamala Harris can thrive, given what she said in her primary agenda right now. Not necessarily what she has on her record as a politician, but what she ran on. A big reason that she could run on that was the fact that uh, Barack Obama paved the way with his primary agenda. He put out the primary agenda. Now, Barack Obama turned out to be a gutless, spineless neocon that did nothing but go out and drone bomb brown kids over in the Middle East. He made his predecessor proud, absolutely. But now, once again, Kamala Harris has been in the Senate for exactly two seconds. She hasn't even finished a term. She has zero meaningful legislation behind her because she's always been in the minority in the Senate. The only thing that she is known for, that she's well known for at this point, is who did you know over at this law firm that seems to have an interest in Trump? Well, well I, I, I don't know. I, I would have to go and say, hey, who'd you talk to? She is known best for grilling Brett Kavanaugh and nothing else. Did she really get with that guy? Which guy? I'm afraid that I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Stephen. I'm sorry. Well, and that's that's one of the other things, too. And I, I maybe I did see a little bit of the writing on the wall. Do you guys remember the uh, Dave Chappelle special that got everybody so pissed off in the world at this point? And if you did see the Dave Chappelle special, did you watch the credits? Uh, you know how people say Kamala slept her way to the top? Uh, yeah, she banged Willie Brown, and then he made the recommendation for her to become a... Uh, uh, city DA for the city of Los Angeles and then from there she worked her way up and got voted into the Attorney General's position because they will vote for anybody with a D next to their name even a ham sandwich with a D next to their name let's see did that really happen? Yeah, no, It's it's been fully admitted to at this point. No, both people have uh, confessed to that. Kamala confessed to it and Willie Brown confessed to it. So unless they were trying to make a, uh, unless they were trying to make a massive cover-up of something, no, they, they have both confessed to this. Uh, everybody knows that they did it. They're not trying to hide it. Uh, in 2010, Kamala became the first black woman to be elected California, uh, California Attorney General from Joe's website. Yes. No, she absolutely did become that. And she, of course, now she's mandating prison sentences for people across the state of California so they can stay in and be cheap labor for California's penal system because California has 
work release in its prison system. She always down with Brown. Absolutely Nephilim Ninja. Thanks for uh, thanks for that. I like that. So now we're, we got onto the strategy of this, and I do want to go a little bit more into what we could see out of this. Yes, Tulsi was absolutely right. Tulsi was right on a lot of things, but when Tulsi got up and sharpened her claws into Kamala Harris and essentially ended her presidential run because she had that one good debate performance where she could, I, I, I'm, I speak from the heart, you know, in the, in the 70s, we had the busing, and without the busing, it could have been, you know, this one little black girl couldn't have gone up to to be in these white schools and got to that place, said Joe Biden opposed busing, and that little black girl was me in that first class, which was an outright lie, too, by the way. No, she is, uh, let's see, firefighter slavery is real. I don't understand the uh, reference there. I'm sorry. RRC goes full hog on Kamala. Dude is a savage. Yeah, I'm going to have to wait till morning to come and see that one, unfortunately. But I am going to be watching it in the morning when it processes. I always watch him in the morning. That's what I do. I watch Steven as soon as I get off the air for a little bit. Then I go into lurk mode and I listen to Sticks while I'm cooking breakfast. And then I usually get to work and I'll throw the RRC on as soon as I get to work. Usually at full volume, too, because I know how much my coworkers love to hear him curse. While I'm sitting in the back room like that, I'm sure that my coworkers love to hear that. And yes, dude is a savage, absolutely. I can't wait to see that tomorrow. I'm like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. Alt-right, alt-right, alt-right. I've never seen Dazed and Confused. I've only seen five movies in my life, guys. What? Holy shit, I didn't know that. They pull out the inmates when we have wildfires. I've seen it. I didn't know that. That is... Whoa, that is intense. No. No, you, you can't tell me that's real. Actually, you probably can because... If I'm not mistaken, don't you live in California? Don't you see it? Are we sure it's actually Kamala and not Hillary and... Uh, Kamala skin suit. Well, she did get that awful facelift that made her look like she wasn't human, so that's actually possible. Uh, COVID-19 patient zero says, Mommy Tulsi literally got shut down multiple times because the producers were intimidated by what she did to war on the debate before. Oh, yeah. No. No, you are absolutely right. Tulsi got shut down artificially. And as libertarian as I am when I was on the old show on uh, Ed's World, when we were going through the presidency and I had all these different libertarians pop on and say which one of the Democrat candidates they would want to be president, it was it was Tulsi over and over and over again because of her tough on war stance. But she was more socialist than Kamala was. She was further to the authoritarian left than even Harris, who was like the like if you look up authoritarian left in the dictionary, there's just a grinning face, that stupid wine mom grin of Kamala Harris. Sitting up on the screen. That's all that you're going to see. Let's see. Uh, Nephilim Ninja says, The guy who she held back the evidence was a high-up firefighter. They were just using him at the time. Wow. Oh, my God. 
That is horrible. Uh, let's see. Skeet Jones says, so you think picking Kamala was just a pandering to the black? By the way, Skeet Jones, if anybody responds to you in the chat, I will relay that back to you because you can't see everybody else's chat from Periscope, but I can see them and they can see your stuff. So if they do respond to you and if any of my other live chatters respond to you, I will let uh, you know what they say. Uh, Steven says, see, well, I think Hillary is a different person. Like, she, I, she looks different too. She still has that stupid-ass wine mom cackle. But yeah, it looks like she put on a little bit of weight and she tried to just make, she tried to look like this friendly grandma. You know, I'm just a friendly grandma. And that's that's what I'm going to be to everybody. And Donald Trump is a loser. And I actually won the presidential election. But I'm such a kind and relatable grandma now. No, fuck that. Um, Let's see. Steven says, so it makes sense. Seawall says, under the 14th Amendment, legally forced labor for punishment can't be used. Uh, Steven, I can't read that. Come on. I can't read that. I can only read that if you put the cleansing before it. Uh, Nephilim Ninja says, like I said, firefighters. Dude, that is fucked if that's actually true. Oh my God, I can't. If that's actually true, that is fucked. Uh, looks like we've got a correction here. Um, Skeet says big thanks. Yeah, absolutely. No, I want everybody be, to be able to interact. And if you want to, Skeet, the other thing that uh, you could do here is the link to my YouTube channel is in my Twitter description. And you can pop over there and then everyone will be able to see it because the Restream bot works in YouTube. It just doesn't work in Periscope for whatever reason. And I can't figure out how to get that changed. But yeah, absolutely. You can jump on into the YouTube and you can even jump into the DLive or the uh, Twitch as well. And everyone will be able to see there and you can talk back and forth with each other. Uh, Nephilim Ninja says, the blacks always get it the worstest. Worstest. I like that. Uh, Seawall is corrected and he says, can be used. Oh, that I didn't know either. I mean, it makes sense, your uh, state run. So, and most of your utilities, your firefighters and stuff like that are government run at some point. So it makes sense that they can do it. It's still fucked though. Skeet Jones says Trump needs to go after these clowns after he wins round two. Yeah, I hope that we get to see some of this at least. And once again, I don't know if there's actually going to be any justice for Hillary. I really don't. I would like to see it. I would like to see justice for Obama because Obama knew. Biden knew. Everybody fucking knew. And yet, still, they can't get punished. And they're never going to get punished. Especially for Obama and Hillary both. If any, if Barr tries to go after any of them, during, especially during the election season... All it's going to be seen, well, they're just doing this partisan to paint the Democrats as bad. That's what every, that is what every CNN Chiron is going to be screaming at the top of their lungs. All right, Stephen, I promise I'm going to say it. I'm going to read it. Uh, do you think Kamala will be knighted the cleanser of the blacks? <laughs> what about the washing of the feet, Stephen? What about the washing, washing of the feet in, what was it, Asheville, North Carolina? I don't even remember. And you did nothing for six hours. 
going down 95, that's all that this kid would talk about, was the washing of the feet and the cleansing of the blacks for six hours. Uh, Biden's handlers chose Kamala's because her hair spells the best. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that man does like to sniff hair, doesn't he? What's up, guys? Jayad's reading the chat. Yep, this is Ed Talk. So this is you guys' show, and I want to get some more stuff in here from you guys. So absolutely, this is your guys' show. So get your stuff in. I might even go a little bit long because you guys are uh, having fun. We're having a good conversation about this. So I might go for a little bit more on this. Maybe I'll unveil a little bit more of the plans that uh, we have coming up into the future as well. Let's see, what else do we have here? Hillary's justice will likely only come by being shot down trying to escape the nation. You think she'll try to run? Do you think she will actually go out and do this? <clears throat> Steven trying to troll back. Revenge troll. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because I was trolling the shit out of those people in his chat, too. I hope I get some of those cousin fuckers in my chat for here, because I want to, especially if I'm doing an Ed Talk right now, I want to troll these guys back. I really want to. I had one of them come into the Red Ned show the other night. Last night. Wow, it's only been a day at this point. I had one of them come into uh, the Red Net show last night, and Elaine shut him down immediately, but I couldn't get to Twitch in time. But she got in and shut him down, just throwing nasty stuff all over the place. COVID-19 patient zero says, by the way, Biden could say the N-word live on stage, and the media would protect him. Oh, yeah. Saying he is powerful and embracing hip-hop culture. Oh, and I'm... I have this great feel, especially with all the uh, BLM stuff and everything else going across right now. I can already hear it in Biden's voice. And that's part of the reason I think that they're they're keeping him locked away on the stage. Because if he got up and tried to make a speech or do a campaign event or something, anything, where anybody from the audience could ask him something, somebody from the media could ask him something out on a live stage where they can't come up and sanitize it, I can already hear it in his voice. Yeah, no, I I know that we need we need to fight fight for the equality of these Negroes out there that are riding on the street. I can hear that in his voice already, and the media would cover that up for him. Oh my God, they actually would. All right, let's see what else do we got here. Uh, Steve Jones said this has all been one big hoax: the COVID lie, the fake racism, and the violent protesting. All right, I'm going to address this, actually, as long as we're here. And we're always we're all bringing out the COVID lie. Uh, the fake racism, yes, I understand that entirely. And there is still a massive amount of racism on the Democrat side. It's just now become the bigotry of low expectations. That is one thing that Shapiro regularly gets right. Uh, the violent protesting, yeah, that's, that's something that's been egged on. And they keep it out of the news when it's not convenient. We're seeing this. But the COVID lie, first off, first and foremost... The coronavirus is real. I know people that have had it. I know people that have got sick from it. I've had it. I got really sick from it. The coronavirus, this, uh, the novel coronavirus, is a real thing. The reaction to the coronavirus is not. The reaction to the coronavirus is manufactured because this is an election year. And that is something... I actually got one of these lefties over on Twitter to admit that to me. That this is that this is something that's manufactured. 
or at least the response to it anyway. I said, I commented on somebody else's post just trying to troll them out and say, oh, it's okay, well, this is all going to be uh, cured on November 4th. Anyway, and the first person to respond, devastating to his own neighbor, uh, narrative, of course, came right up and said, well, of course it's going to be cured on the 4th when we have somebody with a fucking brain in here and we get chump out of the office. And, dude, your handlers need to come in and shut you up right then and there because that is not the narrative that they want to have out there at this point. But, yes, the reaction to this, and, of course, we are not seeing a second wave anywhere else in the country, or in the world, rather. But as the whole thing was starting to peter out, as we were starting to lose cases and we were starting to see the stock market rebound, of course, now everybody has to be out shoulder to shoulder, without masks, looting, rioting, and protesting. And you're not allowed to ask somebody if they've been to a protest. You're not allowed to ask that. You can't ask on a COVID trace test, you can't ask if somebody's been to the protest. So no, that was all engineered to make sure that this spread, that we got a, an actual legitimate second wave of this. Nobody else in the world is getting a second wave right now. Only the country that's trying to unseat a president that the establishment hates. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on and off of that one there before I go off into a completely different rant. Steven says, and I'm all out of songs. Uh, Nephilim Ninja says, man, this time of day sure is better for streaming. Am I right? Yeah, no, I mean, I got out of work just a little bit early. I, like I said at the beginning, I would normally be playing video games right now because this is my Fallout New Vegas night. But we just had to sit down and talk about this. We've got a great conversation going. Thank you guys for coming by. But I might start doing Ed Talk a little bit later when I do it on a Saturday just because you're right, Nephilim. This is a great time for streaming, and I'm getting a lot of uh, great stuff here. And that's that's a big part of the reason I do contemporary when I do is because I just want to get up there, get the news out. And I want to interact with you guys during the day, but I know that I've only got like an hour to sit back and read the news to you guys. And I do read your chat afterwards. That's the first thing I do. As soon as I hit the stop streaming button, after I get done cooking while I'm still listening to sticks, I come back out here and I read every word that you guys said throughout the day. So, yeah, that is that is a good time for streaming, though. Thank you for that. Uh, Seawall says if they get the goods on her, it would be the only, or be her only chance. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can investigate Hillary Clinton right now without it being coming a partisan battle. I don't. I absolutely don't think you could do that. I think that as a lawyer, and every lawyer that represents her will bring up the same thing. Oh, well, this is just partisan. You can't trust any of this. They're just trying to make Democrats look bad. I, that's all that I can see coming out of this. Even if they try to, if they try to do anything to her at this point, that's all that we're going to see. Uh, Seawall says, probably run to Russia, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah, probably. I gave you uranium. You gotta give me asylum. I gave you our uranium. Uh, Miami, uh, Steven says at Miami that was too funny. Jay Edgar needs to troll more. Yeah, no, I love to get these guys in here. Uh, Sparta says Kamala is going to ban that plastic straw you're using. This plastic straw should probably ban the ban the glass too. And yet we can throw gloves and masks around willy-nilly. Use them once and throw them out. And where do they wind up? In the same fucking place the plastic straws do. Uh, let's see. Miami says, I know enough these early risers. Yeah. 
Nope, I just throw headlines in before I go to work, and I do appreciate everybody coming out here. I know that the, I'm glad to see too that I got a lot of people coming in here and checking this channel out right now because since uh, since last Saturday when I set my D Live to news, which I think is being artificially suppressed on D. So if you're on D Live, take your setting off of news, put it on podcast. But yes, I have a I've seen a real slump in viewership over the past couple of. Viewerships. I got like nothing on the Red Net show, and that's the one that has a pretty girl on it. You would think that would be the uh, show that got all the attention because of the pretty girl, but anyway, that's what we see out of this here. Uh, Seawall says Biden will probably think it's the 1960s. Come on, man! I I I know it's not the this this is not the 1960s. You know th th that was 10 years ago. G give me my Trans Am back, man! Come on, man! Clip that shit. <laughs> uh, Skeet says, What I fear is who will run after Trump is out of office. We need to get our next savior. We need to get to a more federalist form of government. I am, I'm not a MAGA guy. Uh, after he uh, renewed the Patriot Act, Trump and I were done at that point. After he renewed the Patriot Act. We need to get more, more localized government, more state stuff, more local stuff. Because all of this top-down bullshit that we're seeing doesn't work for everyone else across the country. So I do fear who will run after Trump because I remember what it was like. I was a kid when H.W. got elected. And that's as many parallels as you can draw between Trump and Reagan right now. That's my biggest fear right now is we're going to get another fucking Bush. Maybe not with the last name Bush, but another warmongering asshole is going to jump up in his place. Oh, I just had a chill up my spine. I just I thought it might be Bolton. That mustache old fuckstick. Let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, Miami1984 says, Steph, must be Steven. I missed one of the, uh, missed most of the chat, but I was listening and laughing earlier. Okay, nice. Thanks, Miami. Uh, Bluebird, welcome on in. That's a new name off of here. Harris called Biden a bigot. Yeah, no, she did. She absolutely 100% did. Right on the air, right in the middle of the stage. And we're wondering why, in God's name, he picked her. But yeah, once he, like I said at the beginning of the stream, I do think a lot of what we're seeing off of this is the fact that she's going to be the lightning rod. So they can hide him away in the basement and he doesn't have to get up on the stage and say anything. I can't wait for the speech that he gives this week. I cannot wait to see this. I, I want to see what he does because he can't even read off a teleprompter and be coherent. I want to see just how hairy his legs were in the fucking 70s. Uh, Skeet Jones says, COVID is real, but is all this necessary? But if Trump cancels the election, COVID will disappear. Yes, and Elaine and I talked about that last week. I talked about it on the generational gap, which I do need to put up on the audio platform, by the way. I need to get that up on the audio platform for you guys. My chat with the generational. I need to get my last chat with Anna Valtis up there, too. I have been so behind the uh, eight ball in a lot of things, and I've been trying to change career a little bit too, so I can spend some more time doing Freedom Scoop stuff. But I need to get that up. But yeah, Trump has the power to cancel the election because of something that fucking W put in place. But yeah, he absolutely does have the power to do it, and that's a scary as shit thing. But yeah, if he says, well, it's not safe. We have to put this off until afterwards, and I've got the power to do it by Directive 51. 
Yeah, no, you will see it right away. Because Malin, they don't know how to how to do this. They threw this together at the last fucking second, this Malin thing, and they don't know how it's going to turn out. They're still counting ballots in Milwaukee. Technically, they don't know who won the primary in Milwaukee, but Bernie bowed out anyway. They're still counting ballots. Uh, Steven says, once I move on October 1st, we are streaming more. Um, so you're not going to listen to the porn that's going on above you, Steven? How, how are you going to survive without listening to porno coming drifting through your ceiling? How in God's name are you going to survive that? Uh, you guys got me 100 messages. Thank you. That's huge for me. Uh, with help from viewers like you. Saint is here. Welcome on in, Saint. Thanks for uh, coming in and stopping by. Uh, Stephen Ingramus says, J. Edgar, is that what we're doing? Are we saying that we want kids to die? Is that what we're doing? Really? Kids aren't dying from this thing. I don't even know what you're commenting on at this point, but kids aren't dying from this thing. It's all the old people that uh, old Andrew Cuomo decided that he needed to put into nursing homes with COVID patients. That fuckhole, too. Oh, my God, that asshole. And he's coming out here trying to deny this and hide some of the numbers right now. Uh, Bluebird says multiple waves was a myth. Yeah, I covered that just a bit ago. By the way, Bluebird, um, I know that you can't see any of the rest of the stuff I'm reading right now because the Restream bot doesn't work in Periscope. But if anybody does direct something at you, I will make sure that you uh, hear it and we get the question out to you. So, uh, Let's see. Miami1984 says, you also can't ask if your friend's friend is a fat ass. Hey, 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 look here, fat. Or, uh, I bet you I can do a whole bunch more push-ups than you can. Uh, dude, but you haven't looked into Bolaris. I talked a little bit about this this morning. Bolaris. I don't know enough about that. I want to look into it more. I did talk about that on uh, Contemporary this morning, though. So, yes, I saw Bolaris. I saw something happen there. And I do think that this is something that's going to happen with our election coming up here is what went on in Belarus today because they're doing the same thing. They're protesting over a contested election. And we have no idea what... I guarantee you, come Inauguration Day, we're still not going to know who won the election. Uh, let's see. COVID-19 Patient Zero says, It's too hot to sleep here in Berlin. Greetings from... Oh! Welcome on in from uh, Germany. That's awesome. How is it over there? Yeah, it must be too hot to sleep because it's got to be like 4 in the morning for you. If I remember my time zones correctly, my uh, ex-fiance studied in Germany. Yeah, it's got to be like 3 or 4 in the morning for you over there. I think it's 4. I think. Because I think it was 8 hours when she was over there. I don't know. Uh, Seawall says, yo, Steven opens the door on the half track. Hop in. Half track party. St. Hop in too. My little brother has a tank. That's awesome. I'm getting destroyed on DLive. I slumped or slumped so much. Yeah, DLive. Like I said, Stephen, take the news off of there and switch to podcast and see if that does anything off of this. But Stephen gets in the half track. Pretty girl. What are we to use Sims? Well, I'm not going to say that you guys are Sims, but I do know the first rule of the internet is pretty girls sell website clicks. And to be completely honest. It's really nice to have a pretty girl that can sell website clicks that also knows what she's talking about. That is the dream right there. I won the lottery when I got the co-host that I have. 
I won the lottery with that. Seawall's dropping that base over there. Michael Cohen. I plead guilty. Dude. J. Edgar wants more bush. No. No more fucking bushes. Bushes should be barred from running from any political office for the rest of time. They they should a fucking bush shouldn't be allowed to be a dog catcher anymore. After all the shit that they pulled off. No. No more bushes. You guys remember in 2015 when we actually thought that the election in 2016 was going to be between Clinton and Bush? And Jumanji was just coming out and everybody was being nostalgic for the 90s? Uh, let's see. COVID-19. Uh, nope, I missed one here. Seawall says, stack that spaghetti sauce, bigot. I don't know what that's in reference to. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna do 90 minutes for this one. I, we didn't hit the 20 chatters. But you guys are having a ball here, and I'm having a blast with this right now. So we're going to push this out to 90 minutes. I, I'm making the executive decision right now. But, hey, it would help me out if you got some more friends in here as well. But let's keep going off of this here. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and checking us out. Uh, Seawall says, 51 made by Bush, strengthened by Obama. I didn't know that Obama strengthened it. I did know that it was made by Bush. We actually read Directive uh, 51. I read a good portion of it on the Red Net Show, uh, number five. So go back and check that out in the archives there. Uh, Jay, it's chat delay is too big. Yeah, no, I'm a ways back here, but I still appreciate what you guys are doing off of this here. Uh, Got to keep up with them chats, bro. You need my coffee regimen. I'm not doing coffee at 8 o'clock at night. I have to get up at 5 so I can do contemporary because that's, I, that's always my goal is to get done with contemporary before the Daily Ignoramus starts. Now he's just taking the time to read them. 3.22 a.m., okay. Oh, so it must be seven hours between Wisconsin and uh, Germany. I thought it was eight. Well, she was in Heidelberg, though, too, so that might be in a different time. I don't know how the time zones are separated in Europe. I apologize on my ignorance for that. You need to awaken and say, my wife is a doctor, ten times fast. Dude, I do my Shapiro impression on the live show all the time. Yeah, look, gang. Especially when uh, gold got uh, real expensive over there for a second. Look, gang. Okay, I, I told you that you need to go and check out the gold. I told you it was going to get expensive. Gold is never worth nothing. And look, now I've been telling you about birch gold for forever now, guys. Come on, come on, gang. Go out and get your birch gold. They're paying me to tell you this, but go out and get your birch gold. It really helps. <laughs> Saint says Germans are the all the same, make a bunch of promises, then only take part of the world over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's something else that I thought, because I know that, uh, was it Merkel that said a few years ago that uh, the European uh, Union needs to be reformed into the United States of uh, Europe? And all that I thought from as soon as I heard that was, what happened the last two times that Germany tried to annex the rest of Europe? It didn't go well for them. Ah. Uh. Billy the Hobbit has a Joe Biden sniffing sticker. Thanks for that one. That's awesome. Thanks. Uh, that's a new name in here too. So uh, thanks for checking us out, Billy. Low energy jab is the best. No, no more fucking bushes. No more bushes ever anywhere in government. Stick them all out on the farm. In Texas somewhere. And then put a big fucking wall around it. 
Don't ever let them back in a fucking polite society again. Ever. Uh, Miami says, I'm just pissed I never heard the additional audio on Steven's streams. I must have missed that one too. I'm sorry. Oh, my monitor went down. Resume. Yes, I know I'm on mobile data. I'm on mobile data on purpose. Fuck you. All right. Uh, COVID-19 patient zero says, please clap. I'm going to do this so it's not right up on the front of my microphone and uh, blind you guys. I, I don't know if Saint, well, no, Saint wouldn't be driving because he's texting right now, but don't want to wake him up too much. Uh, Seawall is in the voice chat, and we are caught up at this point. So, where was I before this big thing about live chat out here? Oh, yeah, I was talking about Harris. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's... What was a reference to Jeb? Um, Jeb Bush is George W. Bush's uh, asshole little brother that also decided that he was going to be uh, the uh, president. Dang, that was a callback to the porn from Stephen's neighbor. You bet your ass it was. Miami, are you on live right now? Because it does seem that you're a little bit delayed as well. I don't know. Oh, okay. No, I get what you're saying. I got it. Oh, Wyatt showed up here. Welcome on in, Wyatt. Make sure you guys go check out the breakdown with Birkenhoff on Thursday mornings after the Daily Ignoramus. He's good. He's insightful. And he likes to interact with the chat in the morning as well. That must be his day off there. So go and check that out. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what you meant. My, oh, the additional audio. Yeah. No, I want to hear the additional audio off this too. I have been in Steven's place and I didn't hear the additional audio. And I wanted to come out and hear that. Dude, I will tell you this right off the bat. Parking in D.C. is a bitch, especially when you have a big vehicle. I'm surprised I got the parking spaces that I got while I was there. Especially if you have a big vehicle. Because I, I drive a pickup, a full-size pickup. Parking up there is a bitch. What a freaking degenerate old man. It was so loud the other day. Now, have we determined, is it porn, or is he getting some? Have we determined that one? I don't know if my neighbors can hear me or not. They're making a big ruckus up there themselves. They're not doing it. That was my last neighbors. Their bed was off balance, and I know it was off balance, and you don't want to know how I knew. But it was definitely off balance. Ha, sorry, I was trying to be nonchalant. This isn't a family stream. And if my sister and brother-in-law have the kids listening to this, dude lives alone at 83, bro, and I know what TV's... <laughs> hey, living alone at 83 is no excuse at this morning. I mean, they, they make pills for that stuff. <laughs> oh, we are completely off the rails at this point, and I love it. I love this. Um... Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Harris. I this has got to be them trying to throw the election at this point because I can't see, I can't see anything else that this could be. I can't see any path forward that they win. And Kamala's is kind of an up, or Kamala Kamala's Kamala is kind of an upstart. She's kind of a, she is kind of a thorn into the sides of the Democrat agenda, especially with their anti-police of uh, agenda. You got to stop yoking at a certain point. Why? 
I hope to die from doing it, whether it's by myself or with a beautiful woman. I hope to die that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. Uh, Britt over on Twitter, uh, Tweets by Britt, brought up a really good point on this as well. When she brought it out there, she said, uh, yeah, if I mean, if Kamala ascends to the presidency, expect all the stupid shit that you see out of California, the stupid socialism, to spread out to the rest of the country. And I see some of this here. I see some of uh, what you see out of this. Because, yes, Kamala was a big advocate for the redistribution of wealth. That went, out, that went on in California. If Kamala Harris ascends to the presidency, given her record on crime and everything else, we are looking at a scary, scary, scary fucking world. All right. I will read Miami's uh, comment here in just a sec, but I want to take some time and say goodbye to Instagram. My Instagram video is about to run out, so thank you guys for coming over and checking me out now or later on Instagram. Check out my YouTube channel in the description, and we will see you in a bit. Which means that we've been going for over an hour at this point, because I started the other stream before I started Instagram. Alright, no more Instagram over there, so check that out off of this here. Uh, in all seriousness, Kamala does seem like they're throwing it. Yeah, um, and I do, because of her uh, police background, because of her law enforcement background. There is a good chance that they want to get her as far away from the Democrat Party as possible because having police in the Democrat Party is not politically convenient right now. It will become politically convenient again once they come out to the point where they're trying to beg for that union vote, the police union vote. But right now, it is not politically convenient to have a police officer up there on this. On Twitter, every profile that has a wave emoji or hashtag resist in their bio is a bot or sock. Nobody has anything positive to say to Kamala. Alright, Jen, spelling out. Fun clowning with y'all. Thank you, Stephen, for coming and checking out. Uh, bringing a few friends in as well. Thanks, absolutely. Uh, it was a good, uh, this was a good stream. Absolutely was. See you hopefully in the morning. Yeah. No. I'll do your show if you do mine. Which I'm going to try and, like I said, I'm going to try and make it up for 5 so I can be up and on the air at 7. So I can be done at 8. When the Daily Ignoramus starts. Wyatt, thanks. Wyatt, do you have any comments on Kamala Harris? You missed my uh, rant on her earlier. Do you have any questions or comments on that? As long as you're here. Come on, let's get some questions generated up here. I want to answer some questions about this, uh, this sick cop that wants to use people as firefighters. I'm still pissed about I cannot believe that that's what's going on. Hey, there's the person that would understand what goes on in the world of uh, Kamala Harris. Harvey McLeod, a subject of the Kingdom of California. What's going on? Well, we went completely off the rails for a little while. We were talking about uh, Stephen's upstairs neighbor listening to porn and Kamala Harris and COVID-19. But uh, we're talking a bit about Kamala Harris right now. So if you've got any questions or comments on Kamala, I know that uh, you wanted to be in here for this one. Uh, tell us what's going on about that. What about that firefighters thing? So apparently, this was before you popped in COVID-19 patient zero. Um, apparently, Nephilim Ninja, who is a California resident, pointed out the fact that under the Kamala Harris regime as attorney general, she was utilizing prison labor for the wildfire fighting out in California, 
which is just fucking sick. I mean, it's legal. She can do it. It's absolutely legal for her to do that, but it's still fucked the fact that they can do it and the fact that they'd be willing to do it. It's fucked. It absolutely is. Uh, so, yeah. Using slave labor to fight fires in the penal system and then keeping people in prison. Like, she was withholding evidence to make sure people stayed in prison for as long as possible so she could use them as cheap labor. I thought it was just stamping out license plates. I didn't realize they were throwing them out there for the wildfires. Dude, that is fucked. All right. Uh, Wyatt says, I was just kind of shocked, but at the same time, I thought it would happen. Yeah, no. And that's once again, I think that they're just trying to throw the election at this point. I think they're throwing up a Mondale to political losers that they don't want in the party anymore and they don't want to run for anything anymore just to get the fuck out of here. Uh, so good or bad for Trump? I can't see a world right now where this is any good for Trump. Or any bad for Trump, rather. We're sitting in a point where Black Lives Matter is calling to defund the police and Kamala Harris was a cop. She was a prosecutor. I don't understand why they would put her up out of anybody else that it could have been. That is the last person that I wouldn't want anywhere near the ticket coming into this election with everything that we've seen for the last three months. And was there any question? Yeah, I thought it was going to be what? Uh, Whitmer. I really did. Here's a question. Has anybody told Stacey Abrams about this yet? And how does Stacey Abrams feel about this? Or has Stacey Abrams pointed out the fact that she is the rightful, or the rightful vice presidential pick? Uh, White says Kamala doesn't really bring anything to help Biden besides the basic progressives that will just vote for Biden and her because she's black. Yeah, no, that's definitely, they'll definitely play the race card into it 100%. If you think they won't, then you're lying to yourself. Uh, COVID-19 patient zero says, well, that's even more fucked up than I thought. Yeah, no, that definitely changes things if that's actually true. And that needs to be brought out. I'm going to start saying that on like every show because that needs to start going around Twitter, especially if I can verify it. I'm going to reach out to Nephilim, I think either tonight or tomorrow, and see if I can get an article or something concrete that I can talk about that on Contemporary in the Rednet show. Because that is downright fucked. If this is actually happening. All right, we are caught up with the chat at the moment here. We're a little bit over the hour that I promised. Doesn't look like anything else is rolling in here. So I do want to take some time and we'll actually, we'll start going on the outro here see if anything else comes out of, or, you know, thanking people. COVID patient zero, I expected Warren or Kamala, but uh, when Biden said that she has to be black, it was clear it was going to be Kamala. Well, I mean, there was Karen Bass that they were te uh, teasing who is another politician from California. I believe she is a uh, representative, a U.S. representative from California. Uh, there was Stacey Abrams, the rightful governor of Georgia, that believes that she won against Brian Kemp, even though she lost miserably. Uh, Harvey, I'm going to be taking off here, actually. So um, thanks for stopping in here. Uh, thanks for checking out. And thanks for guesting once again over on uh, the Red Net Show. This week that was awesome if you didn't catch this last week's episode of the red net show it's in my youtube archives it's processed already and i've got it downloaded here so 
Uh, as soon as I pop off stream, I'm going to convert everything over to audio and put it up on the audio platform so you can go check it out over there as well. We had the lovely Harvey McLeod as our guest to talk about DACA last week, so go over there and check that out. It's awesome. It was an awesome interview, and uh, thanks for that. Uh, let's see. Wyatt says, I thought Bottoms might have got it. Yeah, that was the other one too, but she had... I don't want to say she had too much baggage because Kamala Harris has much more baggage at this point, but yeah, she is... Because she failed miserably, and she actually had to have Brian Kemp come and fish her out. So I didn't think... I thought she'd be a good pick. I thought she'd be a good... Uh, uh, with the Richard Brooks thing and everything else going out and her name in the news all over the place, I thought that she'd be a good pick to go up there, but I, she shot herself in the foot for this. Uh, Miami says, great stream. See you tomorrow. Yeah, awesome. Thank Yeah, my DLive has been really, really suppressed. So, yeah, it's still in the morning every day. So... Tell a friend and tell 10 friends because, well, for COVID-19 patient zero, it's not in the morning. It's, what is it, 2 o'clock in the afternoon is my morning stream for you? Because it's 7 a.m. here and it's 7 hours ahead for you. So, yeah, that would be about 1,400 hours. All right, let's get back up to the top here and start thanking everybody who came in here because that was an awesome stream, you guys. All right, starting from the top, I got uh, Sparta000, Riot Control, wonderful mod over on DLive. If he is not modding for you over on DLive, you should hire him to mod for you over on DLive because he's a great mod. Uh, Steven says, nice music. Um, I already read all these commentary up here. Steven Angaramus, thanks for coming in and uh, checking out. And the uh, the nice compliment on my voice. Yes, it was a Q&A. Nephilim Ninja Nibiru, thanks for that. And the information on the firefighters, thanks for coming in and checking us out. Uh, let's see. Yeah, COVID-19, Patient Zero. Thanks for coming on in here and hanging out with us here. Hope I see you on some more streams. I stream every morning at 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. Every other Saturday at 5.30 p.m. All again, local time for me. So just add seven hours to that for you. Uh, that's a Q&A session like this one. But I might start moving that one a little bit later, too. Uh... And then Monday night as well, I stream uh, with my wonderful co-host, 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Come and check that out as well. I hope we see more of you here. You had some great insight and uh, great commentary. I don't read the live chat in the morning show. We talked about that a little bit as we went along. Just because I'm getting the headlines out. I, I read it afterwards, but I don't read it on air. And then I do go through at the end of the week and thank everybody who chatted in the live chat by name. Because I do... I do write it down for you guys so I can read it back to you. And those are my notes for the Red Net show as well. Uh, who else did we have here? We had some uh, uh, Periscope guys up in here. Uh, Skeet Jones, thanks for coming and checking us out. That's a new name. I hope you uh, stick around for some more streams. Uh, who else did we have here? My, Miami 1984, thanks for coming and checking us out. Uh, hope to see you up in the morning again. I know we had a Wild Saint in here somewhere. Uh, let's see, uh, some more Sparta here. Bluebird, thanks for coming in and uh, checking out the stream. Thanks, for, uh, hope to see you some more uh, along in here. We had a wild, we did catch a wild saint. So thanks for coming in and checking us out on the road. Hope you're uh, driving well, hope you're driving safe. Hope you're not stuck at a truck stop somewhere or with a breakdown anywhere. Hope you are making some miles and making some money. And we caught ourselves a wild Wyatt here as well. So thanks for coming in and uh, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Philly the Hobbit, thanks for coming in and checking us out, giving us that sticker. 
Harvey McLeod, thanks for catching up with us at the end here. I will put this on the audio platform, but it's going to take a little bit for YouTube to process it before I come in because I do not have enough processor on my computer to run streaming and recording at the same time. I will burn my laptop up if I try to do both. That's why I'm doing a build right now. And that is it. I'll have to catch the start once it ends here. Uh, yeah, it might take a little bit for YouTube to process, but yeah, absolutely. Come back and uh, check us out or go over on the, audio, on the audio platforms. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And as soon as I get everything uploaded for that, you can catch all the back catalog for Contemporary, The Red Net Show, Ed Talk. But not the gaming. I don't do the gaming on there. Because you won't get anything on it. You'll just hear background noise of Fallout New Vegas while I talk. All right, and COVID-19 patient zero gets last word on this for the night, says, see ya. With this, I have citizenship and family in the U.S., so I'll join more often. Yeah, absolutely. And if you come over, bring beer, because we like your beer over here. All right, and that is going to be it for the day. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and checking out this impromptu stream. Thanks for hanging out and making this worthwhile. We will see you tomorrow morning at 7 or shortly after, depending on when my alarm clock goes off. And once I get all the news set up here for Contemporary, or tomorrow night I'll be doing my game stream then, because I didn't do it tonight here, so we can catch you tomorrow night with some Fallout New Vegas. Thank you everybody for coming by. Take care, have a great night, and we will see you next time.